You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Thursday, April 27th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, how a fatal bear attack fueled a fight over rewilding. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. In the mountains of northern Italy, when there's a wedding in the village, friends often paint the names of the happy couple on a bedsheet and hang it near the main road. A similar sheet currently hangs above the roundabout in the small town of Caldes, in the province of Trentino, but it features just one name, Andrea. Andrea, with us always, punctuated by a single spray-paint heart. By the mid-1990s, brown bears, Ursus arctos, had become functionally extinct in the Alps. The handful of remaining animals, all living in Trentino, were too few to be able to reproduce, but between 1996 and 2004, two EU-funded projects called Life Ursus 1 and 2 set out to reverse this decline and save the species, which plays a vital environmental role in the area. Bears are ecosystem engineers. They clean up carcasses, strip bark from trees, and help spread plants and berry seeds with their droppings. They also control populations of deer and other prey species, which in turn allow certain plants to thrive, providing habitat for species further down the food chain and improving biodiversity. It could be a huge step backward, I fear, says Claudio Groff, director of the Large Carnivores Division in Trentino's Wildlife Department, and one of the authors of the original feasibility report on which the Life Ursus projects were based. According to the surveys conducted over the course of the project, public opinion had already become less favorable toward the presence of bears, he said. Now, obviously, the level of public acceptance will fall further, the risks of poaching will rise, and whatever the outcome, it will be bears as a whole that will pay the price, Groff says. The province does invest significant sums in measures to prevent conflict. Every year, Claudio Groff's wildlife department pays farmers in order to compensate for livestock deaths and damage to crops and beehives caused by the animals. In 2021, the most recent year for which figures are available, they paid out 172,000 euros, or $190,000, to cover 301 individual incidents. We make sure we pay quickly. We try to pay everyone within two months, Groff says. There are also grant schemes to fund guard dogs and electric fences. In 2021, the Wildlife Department spent just over 130,000 euros on preventative measures. On the ground, meanwhile, the response from his colleagues in the Wildlife Department has been impressively swift. The bear in question, JJ4, was identified by matching genetic material found near Poppy's body with existing scientific data. On April 18th, she was captured by forest rangers using a tube trap and transported to a detention center. Around the world, bears that have lost their fear of humans are usually deemed too dangerous to be left alive, but JJ4 was granted a stay of execution after the provincial president's immediate euthanasia order was challenged in court by lawyers from LAV and other animal rights groups. Her fate, which LAV argues should be deportation rather than death, now rests on a decision from ISPRA, Italy's National Institute for Environmental Protection. A ruling is due on May 11th. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts, Today in Wired Business, how Twitter's verification fiasco may end in court. Checking in on Wired Science, as sea levels rise, the East Coast is also sinking. 
and on Wired Security, how a security team is turning a malware gang's tricks against it. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com.